0: Here's your host, educator, relationship coach and lawyer, Crystal Eram. I have a super fun new way to work with me. Now, this isn't going to be for everybody, but I know some of you have really been looking for a way to work with me that's a little bit more hands on. So I have the perfect thing for you. I am doing an in-person group VIP day in New York City on October 6th and it is going to be amazing. I'm really excited to offer this because, you know, I love putting out my courses and my coaching programs and working with my clients one-on-one. But there is something pretty magical about working with someone in person. You know, one of the things that I think really separates me from other dating coaches and educators is that I so fully embody everything that I teach. I have been exactly where you are. I did not meet the love of my life when I was 19 without any, you know, struggle or heartbreak. I went through all the heartbreak. I went through all of the bad dates, through the apps, just everything. And I very intentionally manifested my husband, as you all know. And the reason that I am just bragging about this amazing relationship that I have and that I manifested it is because I have a way of seeing men, of seeing dating and relationships that I know no one else has quite like me because I made it up. <laughs> like I made it up. I figured out exactly how I needed to approach it so I could create exactly what I wanted in my life. So, what does that mean? It means that just being around me, hearing me talk about men and about dating and like getting into my vibe is powerful. You will shift so massively. So, let me tell you a little bit about what's happening. We will be meeting on October 6th. It's a Sunday. We're going to be meeting at a beautiful, beautiful location in New York, and I am going to absolutely pamper you. We're going to start out by just setting intentions and our introductions for the day, and then we are just going to workshop all the things. You are going to come with your journal, your heart, and your brain, and I am going to help you clear through all of your blocks and excuses around dating. You know, and you're just going to tell me everything that's coming up with you, you know, who you're dating and the things that are coming up and the blocks that you have and the limiting beliefs and all the reasons why you think that you can't have what you want you have. And I am going to obliterate all of that. And you are going to leave so certain and so confident of what you want, of what you want to create. You are going to know so deeply that you get to have what you want. It's going to be a major up level. Your confidence is going to be next level and your feminine magnetism is going to be super charged. You are going to be beating back amazing men with sticks because they're just going to be coming out of the woodwork. It's going to be incredible. So, yeah, we'll meet in the morning. I will bring in lunch for you so that we can just keep working all through the afternoon. We'll take a break later in the evening. You'll have time to sort of freshen up, journal a little bit, let everything sink in, and then we will meet up again for a really incredible dinner my treat, of course. We'll have a delicious dinner, we'll have drinks, and we'll just have a great time and keep workshopping all the things. It's going to be epic. There's no other opportunity that I have created that's like this. I'm so excited about it, and I just cannot wait to serve those of you who feel like this is the right thing for you. So the price for it is $1,500. I do have a payment plan, but it's not lasting long. Actually, if you're watching this episode right when it comes out, you're super, super in luck because the payment plan is expiring tomorrow, Friday, September 20th. Now, the price actually isn't going to change for a few more weeks. So you can still get in at the sort of early bird pre sale price, but there will not be a payment plan. Only have an option for pay in full. If you are already a student of mine, you have the becoming magnetic bundle, you're a magnetizer match or manifest or a one-on-one client, then definitely reach out. I do have an extra discount code for you. So it's going to be an absolutely amazing day and Honestly, I love connecting in person. I'm really excited about the opportunity. So I'm going to basically go as long as you guys are ready to go. So, you know, after dinner, we'll enjoy our dinner. We'll talk about other things too, I'm sure. But you'll have plenty of time to ask me questions and get my feedback and coaching. And we are just going to clear out all of those things. So if you are feeling called, if you know that this is the right opportunity for you, please, please, please reach out to me. Let's get you all signed up. The easiest way to connect with me would be by DMing me on Instagram. I'm at Crystal on Insta. Shoot me a DM. Let me know that you're in. You can also find me on Facebook, on my business page, or on my personal page as Crystal Eram. And then, of course, you can email me or my team. Uh, You can either email crystal at crystaleram.com or hello at crystalerum.com. And you will reach me or someone from my team, and we can get you all set up. So get excited for the VIP day. I can't wait to give some of you some huge hugs when we get to meet in person and just clear out all of your love blocks so that you can just call your man right in. All right. Enjoy the rest of the episode. Hello and welcome. I had to talk about something because I came across a scenario that I think that a lot of you will probably really relate to. And I just had to offer a perspective on it that maybe is different than what maybe, I don't know, the first thing that came to mind. So I'm going to share, I'm basically just going to share this whole situation with you because I think that sometimes hearing how someone else describes what they're going through is just helpful and it's interesting, right? But the basic, the long and the short of it is this woman met this guy, or actually they worked together. She was sort of dropping hints for a while that she really liked him. It took a little while, but finally he came around. They went out. It was amazing. It was so good. They really connected. She really liked him. He really liked her. And then things got a little bit wonky and he was not being as responsive or as communicative and was sort of unclear, like what's happening here, you know, but then he says, I really have strong feelings for you. And she is still sort of feeling just like confused. She just feels a lot of like confusion. Like the situation doesn't seem clear to her. It seems like there's some sort of misalignment between his words and his actions. And it's just leaving her in this state of just like confusion and stress and sort of overwhelm. And, you know, when I read this, I was just like, I really relate to that. I know what it's like to be in that sort of situation. And I'm sure that, you know, you can relate also right? It's like the worst when a guy is sending mixed messages, mixed signals, but I wanted to just address it and I wanted to break it down a little bit. So that's the long and the short of it. And, you know, I think a lot of people's initial reaction when seeing this was to think that like this guy was a narcissist and was sort of love bombing her. Love bombing is basically it's something that happens often with people who are narcissists where they come on very very strong at the beginning and you know they call it love bombing it's like they're bombing someone with love and attention and affection and it can feel really good for someone who is you know wanting that sort of connection wanting that sort of relationship it's very it's easy to sort of be pulled into it because it feels so good but it's not genuine that is a tactic that narcissists use so that they can get a supply, a supply of attention and affection and adoration for someone. And then they will create this dynamic that sort of leaves the other person off balance. This isn't an all about narcissists. I just wanted to give a little bit of context. But here's the situation. Here's what happens. So a guy works on my floor and I had been saying hi to him for months because I thought he was cute. We then matched on Hinge about a month ago. We had our first date a couple of weeks ago and it was pure magic laughter, that connection, everything. I went away for a wedding that weekend and of course, I was analyzing every single text wondering if he was still interested and if I'd see him again. Fast forward to when I get back, he calls me and we have a 3-hour beautiful conversation. I mean, it truly felt like we had known each other for years. He asked me on a second date on that phone call. We meet for our date, we had a blast and slowly somehow we start discussing past and I felt comfortable enough with him to tell him mine. I was left after a four-year relationship in December. I actually dated someone a month after just to get myself off of the couch, but made a decision to end it because I knew deep down he was not the one and that I was not in it for the right reasons. I needed time and space for healing. And it wasn't until about a month ago that I hopped back onto the dating apps because I felt ready. So fast forward, he was very receptive, but you know I was sort of shutting him down when he threw out compliments because I sort of thought he was trying to play me. He's a sales guy. So fast forward. I was nervous. I had scared him off But then we stepped out for coffee this work week and things were great He just gets really distressed at work and shuts down a bit. He then plans a trip to palm springs for us Just a few days before palm springs. He posted weird crap on me He was supposed to come over and sleep over but was not communicating about if he was or not He Really left me hanging hours went by and I finally asked him to call me as he kept dodging my questions His response was am I in trouble? a tad immature, but I let it go and said, no. He then called me all hyped up, said he finally got off the phone with the sales manager at work. It was 11 PM and was rushing over to a bar to meet him because he wanted to talk. His voice was weird. I almost thought he was on something. And I said, I just want you to communicate that you weren't going to be coming over. So he half-assed apologized and asked if we could talk tomorrow. And I said, no. I asked, are we good? Like, should I still consider us going to Palm Springs? He said, yes, of course, I just had a terrible day today and it has nothing to do with you. We hung up, my stomach was a knots, and the next day I got a text from him saying, good morning, I'm really sorry about last night. I told him it was okay, but I really require better communication. Fast forward, he calls me and is super apologetic. He still wants to go to Palm Springs, but I told him I'd like to see him before then to feel comfortable. He agreed and planned a really beautiful, nice date for us the next day. I thought, okay, I'm going to give this guy a chance. People mess up. The server asked us how long we had been dating because our connection was so strong. That's how magnetic we are together. Eventually, talk came up of me expressing my worries because he'll say how much he likes me and wants to be with me, and then he feels himself falling in love with me so quickly but wants to wait to make me his girlfriend so he can court me properly and just really do it right, which, although I wasn't okay with at first, I grew to try and understand. Palm Springs happens, we're having a blast, but the convo came up again of me just wondering where his head is at and fears, worry, et cetera. We chatted about it, but he said, we can't keep talking about this every time. So I let it go. So yesterday he was extremely short with me. I asked him about brunch for today and two hours later, he says, sorry, half my furniture didn't get delivered. He's in the middle of a move. So I'm just trying to figure out, you know what I'm gonna do about that. And then he texts me, I'm super frustrated, you know, basically just talking about the move. And then he didn't text me for the rest of the day. And then the following day, he texted me, good morning. And she says, I'm, I'm just really, really confused. And then she also threw in here that this past week, so it's been a week since the trip to Palm Springs. And this past week, she invited him to coffee at work a couple of times, and he was sort of blowing her off, just saying he was really busy. So let's look at this. You know, the first thing that is really apparent you know, for anyone who relates to this, if this is a situation that you feel like you, yeah, that you relate to it, this is a woman who has an anxious attachment style. Anxious attachment are people who are very fearful around attachment and their fear is about abandonment. Okay. So they have a strong fear of abandonment and makes them very insecure in terms of attaching to someone when they're getting to know someone. Anxious attachment style. And then, Anxiously attached people are often attracted to avoidance, and people who are avoidant are afraid of being smothered. So it creates this sort of off-balance situation because one of the partners is always sort of seeking greater closeness and confirmation and reassurance, and the other person is trying to create enough space so that they don't feel smothered, so that they don't feel overwhelmed by this other person. So that's the first thing that is sort of glaring, is that this woman is very anxiously attached. And, you know, even just in the way that this is written, you can sort of feel that anxious energy. It's very worried and high strung. And, you know, some people sort of think about this and they're like, you know, if you just find someone who is a securely attached person instead of an avoidant person, then it's solved. And I don't think about it like that. You know, I don't think about it like that because that's not the whole story. Instead of just saying, I'm going to find someone who is a securely attached type, which I do think that you should do. If you're only going for avoidance, you're not going to reach that relationship that you really want. But it's also about making those shifts within yourself because this energy, this energy, this anxious, grasping Stressed out energy is going to push away people and it could potentially push away people, even those who are securely attached. Okay, and that's the first thing is that this woman is very, very anxious. She has no control over her own energy. Here's another really important thing this is a very, very important point. Do not overestimate that instant connection that you have with someone okay? Because it only tells you one side of the story. It tells you how you are feeling in that moment. So right at the beginning, she sort of says like, I really liked him and our date was pure magic. The connection, the laughter, but that is what she was feeling. That's what she was feeling. She doesn't know if that's what he was feeling at all. He may have had a really great time also, but he may not have thought of it as magic. You know, the way she's describing it, this date was a 10 for her. This is like everything she could have wanted for a first date and how he felt about it. Maybe it was a 10 for him, but maybe it was a four for him. A man can go out with a woman and have a nice time and not feel like it was magic, not feel like she's the one, not be feeling what you're feeling. And part of the way that this gets confused is because we are feeling that connection and that chemistry. And it's just like, oh, this is so, so good. But he might just be feeling sexual attraction. And in that situation, you're not going to be able to make the distinction. Why? Because any man who has experience with women understands how he can proceed to make it clear that like they're on the same page that he can ultimately get what he wants. And I don't mean that in like a nasty manipulative way where it's like, he's trying to trick her. No, it's just like, If he's on a date with a woman that he's attracted to and he's like, I think you're beautiful and I would like the opportunity to sleep with you, he's not going to do something to ruin that. So again, this isn't about putting men in a bad light because there's nothing wrong with the way they're operating. Everyone operates hoping to move towards their own end, right? She's wanting a loving, committed relationship with this person and we don't know what his intentions or ultimate desires are. You cannot allow the way that you feel to color like your experience of someone. She's projecting. She's saying, I felt this amazing connection. It was pure magic. So I'm going to assume that he did also. And we just don't know that. So that's the first thing to really be aware of. And then the other thing that this woman is really, really missing is that it's not about just like being in the magic and that's it. If what you actually desire is a committed, loving relationship, then you have to use the opportunity, that period of dating, to vet someone. Okay? And she's not doing that at all. Here is something to understand about men. Men that are charming, that are intelligent, they understand that early on, a lot of times there's not that much that they have to do. If you are already attracted to him, then he basically just has to not offend you. You know, it's like if he plans a date and he takes you somewhere and he is able to like hold a conversation, he's basically in like, he just has to not mess up horribly. He has to not say something that you find horribly offensive. You should set a higher standard than that and not to be manipulative and not to play games, but set a higher standard. Like it's not enough that someone can just show up and you're like, oh, he's the one. I love him. This is magic. You're not basing it on anything. And yeah, there is part of the connection that you're going to have with someone that isn't logic. It's not about saying like, oh, I need to go down this list of things and this person needs to check them all off. No, there is going to be that element that can't be accounted for with any sort of logic where it's just like, you don't like the way someone smells or you do. But don't put all of it into that. You know, that's what this woman is doing is she's putting all of her all of her like attachment and interest in this person on that instant connection. But that instant connection doesn't really tell her anything about him. It's basically just her hormones. It's chemistry. It's the K woman within her basically saying like, I would like to make babies with this person. Okay, fine. But like, you have to just stay aware. You know, the other big clue that she's giving here is that he said that, you know, she went away and she was analyzing everything. When you are analyzing everything that someone is saying, that is a good indication that you don't have any control over your own energy, over your own feelings or emotions. And that is not like, that's not a good place to be. How are you going to call in your person when you are falling for the first person who shows up? It's coming from an insecure place. It's coming from a wounded place. When that's the way that you're operating That is like the lowest place to operate from. And what's going to happen when you're there is one of two things. One is that you'll draw in really incredible people, but because your energy is so needy and so low and weak, you will not be able to hold the energy of a great relationship. You won't be able to sustain it. So these amazing people can come into your world, but they're not going to stick around because that energy that you're putting out is a repellent. It is going to actually just push them away. And as quick as they came in, they're going to go right back out. So that's one thing that'll happen. And the other thing that'll happen is the kind of people that you want to be with just aren't going to be coming into your world. So it's like either nothing happens and you just won't see them. And then you're going to start getting into the story of like great men don't exist, or I don't need anyone or whatever it is, or they will come in and then they're out just as quickly because there's no regulation of your own energy. So that is why it actually matters that you uplevel yourself, that you create that inner transformation because this insecurity is, I mean, it's repellent. And also you're searching for something outside of yourself that you can only get from yourself. It is not until you fill that part of yourself that you recognize that what you're doing and what it is that you can actually draw on someone who's going to be a good fit for you and create a relationship that actually lasts. So it's like letting go. You know, and a lot of times it comes from this place of, I don't actually think I can have what I want. Like, I don't actually believe I can have the love that I want. I don't actually believe I can have the relationship that I want. So when someone comes along who seems like maybe they could be that person or, you know, maybe he has something to offer that I haven't had before. There's a desire to grab on, but it's coming from that place of lack. When you are mastering your energy, you can operate from a place of abundance, which basically says, I know who I am. I know my worth. I know my value. I will not compromise it for anything. And I am certain that I get to create whatever I want, meaning the love that I want, the relationship that I want, the partnership that I want, like I know I can have it. When you do not have that foundation, then it's like you can make a little bit of progress and maybe meet someone who's really great. But if you still don't believe that, that belief is going to come up and it's going to destroy whatever relationship you are creating. So it has to come from a deeper place. You can't just put a Band-Aid on it where it's like you look really cute when you show up on your dates. The energy is still off and that's why you won't be able to create a relationship that lasts. So she says, you know, we meet for a date, we have a blast, and I am starting to tell him a little bit about my history, my dating past. This is an important thing for women to stay very aware of. What women often do is they go from extremes. So there's not a lot of women who have gotten really good at sharing from a place of vulnerability and strength. So what a lot of women do is they will have a All their walls and they say, I'm I'm not gonna get hurt. I'm protecting myself. So I'm just not gonna let this person in at all. I am not gonna share about myself. I don't want them to know. I don't want to get hurt. And so they they don't get hurt because they don't really put themselves out in a vulnerable way. They put up a wall. So that's like on one end of the spectrum. And then the other thing that happens really frequently is that they will just overshare, they'll share everything you don't want to do either of those things because that's not conducive to creating a healthy relationship. You want to be able to share from a place of strength and vulnerability, but very consciously. And here's why this is a really big problem because what this woman did, I can tell just from what's written here is that she shared everything. like She just let it all out and I am sure that she would say, well, I'm just being vulnerable. Like I'm just trying to be open and let him get to know me. No, that's not really what you're doing. You're like spewing on him. You're like spewing your emotional mess because you don't have any energy mastery. The bigger issue with it is that when we share about ourselves, it creates a sense within us that we are closer to someone than we are. So. If I tell you my whole life story and I get into a sob story and I'm just like telling you everything, I'm letting it all out and you just listen, I'm like, wow, I really like this person gets me. Like, I, I love you. I feel so close to you now. But it does not tell me anything about how you actually feel about me. You can be sitting there listening to me tell this whole story and you could be like, this bitch does not know when to shut up. This is so inappropriate. I'm so uncomfortable. I did not need to know any of this. Overshare and like be absolutely repulsed. But I'm feeling close. I'm feeling like, wow, you've really taken it to this next level. Don't do that. It also doesn't tell you anything about the person. So it's like if you're using that period of dating to actually vet someone, then you sharing your whole life story doesn't allow you to do that. It's not about putting up a wall. It's not about keeping secrets. It's not about being unwilling to share about yourself. Of course, share about yourself, but do it. Consciously, and do it from a place of strength and vulnerability and awareness, not just like, oh, I'm letting all of this out. And also, you want to do it in equal measure to him. And you don't have to be so specific about it that it's like, oh, he shared this, this, and this. I'm sharing this, this, this. And this. Like, it's not about keeping score in that way, but it is about mirroring someone so that a relationship is moving at a pace where it's like the people are on the same page. If you share everything about yourself and he hasn't really told you anything, where is that going to get you? Where is that taking you? Where is that? Like, it's not creating the space for the relationship to actually develop. So that was a big red flag that I saw on her part. So he then plans a trip to Palm Springs for us. And then he pulls some weird crap on me. He was supposed to come over and sleep over, but was not communicating about if he was or not. Okay. Again, this is a woman who has no control over her own energy. First of all, all I've heard about are two dates so far. Two dates, no real information about this person revealed. So why he would be coming over for a sleepover if what you actually want is a committed, loving relationship is kind of beyond me. Stop creating these situations where you're creating this sense of intimacy that's not really based on anything. I get the temptation. Like, I understand to be like an affectionate person, to want to snuggle, to want to be close with someone, to want to sleep with him. But you have to make a decision. Like, what are you actually creating? What are you committed to? If you are saying, listen, I just want to live in the moment and enjoy myself. So, everyone that comes along, I'm just going to have fun with no matter what, then great, have at it. That's not what's happening here not consciously, but that is exactly what she's doing. Don't put yourself in situations where you're creating a false sense of intimacy. Spending the night with someone does that. When you spend the night with someone, especially after you have revealed all these deep secrets about yourself, you know, it feels like you're in a relationship. Stop rushing towards a relationship. Don't rush towards the relationship. Date, date, date. Like, This is a woman who needs to embrace the process of dating. When you can love the process, that's when your results are going to get better and better. Dating is the process. The result is the happy, loving, committed relationship. But you can tell this woman is trying to just zoom through dating as fast as possible. She is trying to go from first date to, you know, married in a week. And it's not that you can't go through that quickly. Like, you know, I mean, for anyone who's been in my world for any period of time, like, you know, my relationship progressed very quickly. You know, I was married in less than a year of knowing my husband, but it wasn't because I was purposely trying to fast forward through everything. The relationship still unfolded in a way that felt organic and natural for us. There was no pushing on anyone's end. There was no like, I have to get him. How can I keep him? Like, how can I make this go quicker? That's how this relationship naturally unfolded there were no red flags and it was able to just happen really easily but that's not what's happening here this is someone who is trying to fast forward she is trying to skip through everything and that's why all of this anxiety is being created all of this stress that's unnecessary you know she said that she was texting him and calling him and he wasn't responding and he he was dodging questions and then you know his response was am I in trouble And she said that was a tad immature, a tad immature. I mean, it's not immature. He's asking a question that really makes sense given the context. Like, he doesn't know you that well. You are not his mother. You are not his girlfriend. You are not his wife. You're a girl that he's going out with. Who knows how many other girls he's going out with? And you're calling incessantly and texting him. Of course he wants to know if he's in trouble. Like, that's why wouldn't he be asking that? Like, if someone were calling me incessantly, I would also be like, why are you doing like, what's happening here? I don't know if I'd say, am I in trouble? But that's like the vibe. The masculine requires space, okay? It just does. And what's happening is that almost immediately, the dynamic of this relationship has changed so that the woman is the one who is pursuing. She's chasing him. She is chasing him down. And when a man is being chased, he has two you know, options. He can run or he can submit. And this guy seems to be struggling with what he, what he wants to do. It's like, obviously, part of him is attracted and is interested, but it doesn't feel good to him to be being chased down by this woman. So don't do that. If someone isn't showing up the way that you want, you want to think about letting them go rather than trying to lasso them in and get them to do what you want them to do. And I'm not saying settle for subpar behavior. Do not settle for any sort of behavior or treatment that you do not like. If somebody is not showing up the way that you really desire in a way that feels good to you, in a way that feels fully aligned with what you want to create, then don't be in that relationship. But it is not your job to force them to do something totally different. And they're not going to like it. They're going to try to go the other way. And that's what's happening here. That's all that's happening here. So I've got so many more things to say about this but I have to also tell you you know for this woman and anyone who relates this on any level what she really needs is my program manifest manifest is all about mastering your energy because that's what's really needed here is some control over your own energy so right now I started today we dropped part 1 of the energy intensive I'm doing a four part energy intensive which is just going to really help you understand where all of your thoughts, like what's motivating them, what's behind them, what's making you act a certain way or think a certain way. And we're going to clean all of that energy up. It's going to totally transform the way that you are operating in your relationships, the way you're approaching relationships. So it's an incredible, incredible program. I'm running it live this time. Obviously I won't be running it live again, It'll be available as a course at some point in the future, but right now it's live. So you actually have the opportunity to learn about all of this, to go through it with me. So join Manifest. If if you are relating to any aspects of this at all, any of the overwhelm of the stress, the anxiety, the confusion, the hot and the cold, the, you know, switching of the dynamics, any of that, get in this program. So we're going to Start by mastering your energy and then you're going to actually manifest the kind of relationship you truly desire. So it's an incredible program. I'm very, very excited about it. I love the way that it's all going to fit together. And I just love the result that you're going to get, which is just beyond just calling in your person course, you can call in your person and that's going to be epic and amazing and so, so fun. But it's a step beyond that also because you're going to master your own energy, which is really just going to transform the way that you operate in the world. And it's going to allow you to just become a better manifester. Like you're just going to manifest so much more quickly, which is what we want. So join manifest. I'm going to close the doors officially very soon You can still get in. I've already dropped the first part of the energy intensive. So if you get in now, you can catch up and we'll continue with that this week. So join Manifest. I will make sure that a link is available. So here's another thing that popped up to me is like a big sort of red flag thing to stay very aware of. You know, she says when they're on their third date, the server asked us how long we had been dating because our connection was so strong. That's how magnetic we are together. Whenever I see someone emphasizing over and over again, like, look how strong our connection is. Like what we have is so special. Look how great the chemistry is. That to me, that whole vibe, that mindset is a huge, huge red flag because it tells me that you are putting a lot of stake into an aspect that like isn't worthy of that. That is something that is not indicative of the quality of a relationship at all. The chemistry that you have with someone is indicative of the level of chemistry that you have with them. And that's it. Is that something you want in the relationship? Yeah. Should that be something where it's like, oh, this means that we should be together. This shows how good we're going to be. No, not at all. So when that's your mindset, that's a problem. It's a big, big problem. These are the sort of situations that sort of vibe is when people overlook red flags when they overlook the way that a relationship was actually turning out. I can see this woman three, six, nine months down the line, disregarding red flags, disregarding bad behavior, disregarding that the relationship isn't going anywhere. Because look how amazing our chemistry is. Look how amazing our connection is. People think we've been together for years. It doesn't matter. It does not matter. It is completely irrelevant. It does not tell you anything about the actual quality of the relationship. Stop judging the relationship by things don't actually matter. What actually matters, how are you when you're together? How are you when you're not together? How is he showing up for you? What's the investment level? What's he investing in you? But what I will say is that this isn't really about him. In this scenario that I'm talking about, what I'm describing here, she's the problem. She is the, the bigger problem. The bigger problem, they're both a problem and they've attracted each other because there's some healing work to be done. But this to me, does not sound like a man who's love bombing at all. This to me sounds like a regular man who was interested in a woman who is coming on really strong. and while he was interested in pursuing her, she sort of turned it around and started pursuing him. You know she was really offended because they work at the same office, and so she said three times she asked him out for coffee. Um, Just because like, it seemed like it had been a while since they'd connected. Stop. Like, I just want to shake her. It's like you're doing too much. That is literally chasing after a guy. He has no room at all to move the relationship forward. So he's not going to. A man has to have room to move a relationship forward or he will not. And that's it. So is it possible that he would keep seeing her? Yeah, it's totally possible. Why? Because it's easy for him. There is nothing for him to do. All he has to do is basically show up. He's the woman in this situation. He just has to show up and look good, basically. But that is not what compels a man to fall in love. It's not what inspires a man's commitment. It's not what's going to actually get you into a committed, loving relationship with this person. Yeah, you're making things easy for him, but it's okay for men to have to work for someone. That's not a bad thing. It's not a problem. And you do not have to play games. But the reason that she's not making him work for her at all is because she's not valuing herself. She is seeing herself as happy to even have the interest and the attention of this person because she's not valuing herself. She feels like he's so amazing. He's such a catch. I'm going to hold on to him no matter what. But when that's what you're feeling, what are you going to end up with? Like, how are you actually going to? Grow a relationship with someone when that's your attitude about yourself. And how is he supposed to develop feelings when that's your attitude about yourself? Like, have you spend time with someone who doesn't love themselves? Like, who doesn't think that they're valuable? Who doesn't think that they're worth time and energy? It's kind of draining. It doesn't feel that good. And you might feel sympathy for them or pity for them, but it's not the sort of thing that's going to galvanize you, that's going to inspire you, that's going to make you want that person to be a part of your life in a big way. And that goes even more so for men. So, you know, I could go on about this situation all day, but the bottom line is that what it's really coming down to is developing that greater sense of self-worth and to gaining some control over energy You know, getting out of this place of like, I need to hold on to anyone who crosses my path, letting go of this idea that like, I should be chasing him. A man who wants to be with you isn't forgetting about you. He like, he hasn't forgotten you and it's okay for someone to be busy and you can take them to just be busy. There's only two possibilities here. He's actually busy. And then you're just sort of hounding someone who's really busy where he's not busy and he doesn't really want to see you. But either way, you chasing him is only pushing him away. There's no way, there's no universe where like you chasing after this guy who's either busy or not is going to make him be like, oh yeah, I want this woman. She's she's really chasing me. She's really convincing me that I should be with her. So there's no love bombing here. This does not sound like a narcissist. Despite what some women seem to think, and there's nothing to be confused about. This is one person that she's dating. And that's really all that it is. It's just someone that she's dating. And if she could let go of this need to fast forward the relationship, to turn it into something you know, so much further along than it is, a lot of that would go away. It doesn't have to take a long time for a relationship to unfold, but you want it to take as long as it needs to take. If it's really that it's taking too long, you know, if it's been three months and he's like, I don't know if I want you to be my girlfriend, it's a different story. After three dates, like, give it a little bit more time. So, there are my thoughts on that. If you want support in mastering your own energy and upgrading in a big way, then join me for Manifest. The doors will be open for a few more days and you can get started with the energy intensive. We've already We've already started that. So it's really incredible. And that's all I have for you for now. I will talk to you again soon. I am so grateful for all of my listeners. I love creating this content. I love this podcast. And there's nothing I want more than for more women to have happy, healthy, loving relationships with the man of their dreams. Now, I have a small favor to ask. If you have been listening and enjoying the podcast, please leave me a rating and review on iTunes. It helps so much. It is the only way that we are going to get this content into the hands and ears of the women that really want it and need it. So if you have been listening for a while and you're absolutely loving the podcast, leave us a rating and review. It means absolutely everything to us. Thanks so much and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Check out the show notes and be sure to tune in next time to the Rise and Love podcast.